0: Thomas, Nikki Jabala with the Washington Post. Um, what has it been like for you stepping into a new organization um, and working with just a lot of new guys um, in the linebackers' room?
1: You know, it's been fun. You know, it's been a great opportunity for us to come together as a group and just really get to know one another's personality and just see how we can fit within the scheme of this defense and just go out and compete hard.
0: Thank you. Hey, uh, Michael Phillips here. What? What were some of the things that led you to this opportunity? Obviously, you and Ron go back. Was that the primary factor in you coming here?
1: You know, that's one of the biggest factors. You know, you have have some other teams that are interested, and you just try to weigh your options. And, you know, being able to come back on the East Coast and being able to reconnect with Coach Rivera, Coach Russ, and, you know, all of the other guys that I know on this staff, you know, it definitely – was something that I wanted to be a part of and wanted to be a part of, you know, a group that came here and just really changed the culture of of what's been going on in Washington.
0: What what was it you were told about that challenge and and what you guys are are up against here in in creating that culture?
1: You know, whenever everything is new, you know, you have a a core group of guys that have been here. They've been within one system for a long time. You know, you're going to always face challenges trying to get guys to buy in. Um, But there's one thing Coach Rivera has really been good at, you know, all the different levels that he's been on and the different teams he's gotten guys to buy in. And I don't see it being any different here. You know, I'm just here to in any way that I can.
0: Appreciate it. Uh, go ahead,
1: John. Okay, hey, uh, Tom, it's John Kine, ESPN. Thanks for doing this. I am curious, I want to ask you about Ruben Foster. What have been some of your early impressions of him? You know, man, Ruben, Ruben is a guy. He's, he's a physical specimen. You know, I was, I was a day, like the day, some people that are just born to play a position. When you look at Ruben, he's one of those guys. Um, I feel like he was born to play the linebacker spot. And uh, just seeing him make progress each and every day, man, has truly been special. You know, as a guy that has his own rehab story, to see Ruben being able to do the things that he's doing day in and day out, um, I'm extremely impressed and I'm excited for him. And for you, during that whole lockdown phase, you know, earlier this year, what was maybe the, the big takeaway for you? What was, was there a hard part or something that you took away more than another aspect of being locked down? You know, the hardest part is really just not having that structure that you're so used to and so accustomed to. When, you know, at certain points, like in April, um, you know, you're going to get back with the team and you're going to start working out. And then you're just going to transition into OTAs and minicamp and that whole process and not having that structure. Um, it was tough. It was different. Um, but it was something that, you know, within the COVID world that we are all, um, dealing with. We just had to get used to it. Thank you.
0: Uh, let's go last real quick. Hey, Thomas. Uh, good to see you. I uh, was curious just how much when you, you were obviously there when Ron was building the culture in Carolina, how different. Is the approach he's taking here, is everything the same? Is, you know, what are, the, what are the differences maybe between then and now?
1: You know, you can't, you can't approach every situation the same. You know, obviously, you know, that was Carolina. Um, we're in Washington right here now. And um, each, each step, each phase has its different challenges. And um, Coach Rivera is a guy, he knows how to attack those challenges. Um, he understands, you know, that this is a much different dynamic in a world that we're in right now. And when you're dealing with COVID, you have to worry about, you know making sure guys are doing what they're supposed to do when it comes to covid while also being able to establish the culture and the things that that he likes to do from a coaching standpoint um defensively offensively and on special teams so you know it just is it, right now more so than ever it takes veteran leaders to sh- to step up and help you know that process along the way and i feel like you know, when you look across the board, across this team, like we have a, a core group of guys that are, are capable of helping coach get that done. And, you know, I just want to be one of those guys. Does he lean on
0: the veteran guys more than he did then or the same or?
1: Um, he He's always been a coach that that listened. You know, he he listened to voices. He listened to veteran guys. Um, being a guy that played the game, he understands, you know, what players are going through from different stages of, of the game and um, throughout the process of the season. So he understands and he gets it. So he listens to his players. And, um, you know, so far I've le- I've seen him do that as well here.
0: Thanks. Hey, Thomas, uh, Ben Standard with The Athletic. Uh, thanks for your time. Um, with regards to the linebacking quarter, there's definitely a lot of uh, questions. We're young guys. We're seeing if they improve. New guys have come in. One of the new guys is Kevin Perry-Lewis. Just curious. Your early thoughts on on him? He's somebody that Jack Del Rio told us to keep an eye out on two weeks ago. So just curious what your thoughts are.
1: Man, he's extremely explosive. He's fast. He's physical. Um, He has all of the qualities, all of the tools. He's a guy that I I can see in this defense making a ton of plays. And I'm excited to see KPL work, man. Um, He's extremely humble. He's a guy that comes in every day, um, does his job, is not afraid to ask questions. And he's going to be a great piece for this defense.
0: And we've also been asking everybody about what, what their impressions are of Dwayne Haskins, particular people that knew him before, if he's changed, what have you. I presume you're getting your first look at him during these last few days. I'm just curious, what's your initial impression about him as a quarterback, but also one of the leaders of this team, just based you on know, that position?
1: I've only had an opportunity, really, to be around him, like in in the workout phase and just being able to, to, to be around him, getting to know him. He has an infectious personality. I think he's a guy that – um can definitely lead a team. You know, I'm excited to have him at the helm right now. And um, we haven't had an opportunity to compete against one another um, because we're still in in the first phase of this thing. And um, next week, once we're able to get together, you know, i have a real a better assessment of, you know, what he's capable of doing. But so far, um, I can definitely say that, that he's done everything that's been asked of.
0: Thank you. Hey, Thomas, it's Matt Ferris from The Washington Times. Uh, Steve Russ, when he was talking to us, he said that you were the best leader. He's been around since uh, Steve Atwater, even better. Just where do you kind of develop your leadership style how How do you go about leading, and um, is there anyone you kind of credit for teaching you how to lead? You
1: no, know, you know, I was fortunate enough when I got to to the Carolina Panthers when I was drafted, you know, I have I had a ton of veteran leadership around me. You know, I just kind of watch how those guys maneuver, how they um carry themselves. And, you know, I just as the years go on, you just learn how you want to lead. You know, I don't want to be one of those people that's always coming in, just talking to people and telling them, hey, you need to do this. You need to do that when I'm not willing to do those things on my own. So, you know, you take an approach of leading by example, you know, not being afraid to step up and talk and, and, and speak when something needs to be said or just going out and just doing your job day in and day out. I think guys tend to follow people that that are consistent in this league or in this game. And that's something that I've tried to be for a long time, try to remain consistent in my approach.
0: And then you mentioned Reuben Foster and kind of your own history going with uh through the knee injuries. Just have you given him any advice or has he sought, has he reached out to
1: you asking for rehab stuff? Like, you know, I try, I try to talk to Reuben as much as I possibly can, man. But he's he's done a tremendous job. Um, RV and the staff, they're doing a great job with him. And, you know, Reuben, he's excited, man. He, he's energetic, he's up-tempo. And he's always just, just ready to get back out on the field as much as he possibly can when he has that opportunity. So I am I was happy to hear him um, being taken off of pup and given that opportunity. And now he's just out working hard. And, you know, we're just trying to con- constantly encourage him to continue to fight, continue to work, and just let the chips fall where they may at the end of the day.
0: Thank you. Hey Thomas, Pete Haley with NBC Sports Washington. We're we're all kind of curious to see how this shortened offseason affects the regular season when it comes to tackling. Do you see that kind of being an issue early on, or do you think you guys can get to where you need to be for Week One in that area? Did you say when it comes to tackling? Tackling, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. You know, we um, if you look at the preseason last year. A lot of teams didn't play starters in the preseason for whatever reason. Like they set their, their, their starters down and you didn't have a real big drop off in tackling. I think once you get to this level and coaches do a great job of, of coaching how to tackle and the necessary things to do, it's just a, I think tackling really comes down to a want to. You're either going to do it or you're not.
0: Thank you. Hey, hey, Thomas, it's Jarrett Bell from USA Today. How you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, just wanted to get some more insight from you about Ron Rivera and this challenge for him. Um, what do you think makes him good for this particular situation? And are there any reflections to what you may have seen as his toughest, you know, individual challenge in Carolina that may help prepare him for this?
1: Um, I, th- I think when you look at Coach Rivera and his coaching style is one of the things that really stands out to me um, he's not a coach that sits back and, and point fingers at his, at his players when things don't go well you know he takes full responsibility and he encouraged the players to do the same thing you know whenever things go wrong or and that's kind of who he is and when you look at from coming over and taking over this situation and everything that has gone on within his organization, I feel like he's kind of went through something similar in Carolina. When we um, had this situation um, with our owner in Carolina, you know, he had to be, step up and be the face of that and, and, and not shy away from it. And that's something that I've seen him do in this situation. And it's just the kind of leader Coach Rivera he is. And he's going to always encourage his players to do the right things at all times. And, um, he stands behind anything that he's tell you. So I, I, you can respect the guy like that.
0: Mm. Um, w- one other thing, when, um, when they cut Darius Geis a few days ago, how did that resonate? And I know you d- didn't play with Darius and um, have that kind of relationship, but did that send any kind of message in terms of how things are going to be run or how proactive they're going to be?
1: I think it, it sends a message, you know, not only within this organization and this team, but across the league and um, uh, how things are going to be done and how things should be done. And, you know, as players, we got to take responsibilities for our actions. We got to understand situations that we can get involved in and that we shouldn't be involved in ever. And that's one of the things that you should take from a situation like that, you know, and, um, it's kind of hard to speak on 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 Geist's situation because mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't there and I don't I don't really know him all that well personally, but um, I just hope that you know whatever happens in that situation that that everybody that was involved learned from it. Mm-hmm.
0: And one, one last thing, did you have any particular concerns about the pandemic and playing? Did you weigh whether or not you would opt out?
1: Um, you know, there that, that was a lot of thought that 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 kind of went into this whole pandemic thing. But I when you look at the way that the NFL and the NFLPA are handling things and, and making sure that guys are safe um, with the stuff that we have to do on a daily basis, you know, you, you become a lot more comfortable as a player. And for me, you know, with this potentially being the end of the road, for me, it was, it was never a, a decision or a
0: chance to opt out for me. Okay. All right. Thanks, Thomas. I appreciate it. No problem. Hey Thomas, it's uh, Chris Russell from SI.com and 106.7 The Fan. Um, j- curious, obviously, you, you have strong familiarity with Ron and and Coach Ross and most of the staff, but Jack Del Rio. Uh, I'm not aware of any kind of previous relationship that I'm remembering. How would you say that's that uh, communication, that relationship so far is developing? And also, where do you where do you feel like you fit ideally best in this defense? You
1: know, I, I think um, you know just being around Coach DeRio, getting to know him. You know, he's a, he has a fiery personality. He's a guy that um, is all about, you know, coming together, continuity on defense and, and guys doing their jobs um, day in and day out, you know, just developing that consistency. And when you have a coach like that, you know, as a player, you get excited about playing for him because he's excited about the game and he's excited about, you know, the things that we're going to be doing as a football team. And for me, you know, it's just all about trying to figure out where I can help best, you know, wherever um, the coaches ask me to be, that's where I want to be. That's what I want to do. And, you know, that's my focus right now. It's, it's never been about, you know, Thomas and coming in and, and, and being the man, you know, I just want to come in and help this defense succeed as much as possible. And wherever um, they ask me to do that at, that's what I'm going to do. Thank you.